I can't tell you how much I enjoyed saying touch them all. Way back and gone. Touch them all, Joe Maurer. And now these guys are making it relevant to this year's Twins. Now our two resident hardball nerds will attempt to touch them all on the week's news surrounding the Twins in MLB. Here's Phil Mackey and Derek Wetmore. Hey, this is Derek Wetmore. No Phil Mackey on this episode. We've been through this. Good thing, bad thing. You be the judge. I'm flying solo on this episode of the Touch Em All podcast, rebroadcasting one of my Facebook shows on a Friday. This one was later in the day. Typically, they're around lunch. This one was minutes before first pitch on Friday night at Target Field. Um, I'm in an abandoned closet in the back of the Target Field press box. Um, taking questions from Patrick here in a second, and we're going to play some Today I Learned, a little media guide game if we got time, and a stat of the week involving the guy I think could be the next twin shortstop, or should be, or something like that. Uh, Patrick asked the first question, so we'll get to it right away. Should the twins trade Sano? And I think the answer's got to be no, because what would you get for him right now? This is a story I'm writing tonight, guys, so if you've got time to hang around or if you just want to check out the website tomorrow morning, great. Sano got bumped down. Let's see, where is he? Three, four, five, six, seven. Sano is hitting seventh in the lineup, and Paul Molitor told us before the game, really just trying to get him going, trying to get the big guy clicking again. And I don't know. It's an interesting thought. Like, you can't really continue to justify hitting him third or fourth just given how he's going and you need wins. But uh, I also wonder kind of how this is going to sit with Sano. And I wonder, do you care about that? Does it matter? Like, I don't know how much I care if Miguel Sano were to get mad um, if he were getting dropped in the order. Now, I don't know that he is. I'd actually be a little surprised if he was like, you know, if he was going to put on a – if he was going to pout, basically, I would be shocked. But who knows? It's hard to get inside the mind of players, and that was the first thought that I had when I saw that he's hitting – yeah, four, five, six, seventh. Here's the Twins lineup for tonight, if you missed it, and we'll get to the next question. Um, but Brian Dozier, Eddie Rosario, Eduardo Escobar, Logan Morrison, Robbie Grossman, Max Kepler, Miguel Sano, Mitch Garver, Ryan Lamar. And that's against Garrett Richards, obviously righty, so it's interesting. But would I trade him? Absolutely not. Absolutely not when his value could not be lower, has never been lower at any point in his entire career. Um, they got to fix him. They got to get him going at the plate, um, get him looking good defensively again. And if he plays third base and hits for power, you can take the strikeouts. And if not, uh, it's it'd be a real disappointing outcome for the Twins. But no, I wouldn't trade him, Patrick. You got another one here, follow up. What do you think the Twins could get for Dozier uh, right now or at the trade deadline? And are you ready to sell? I think I'd have to make sure that the twins are selling, but I mean, before I answer that question, but like, what would you get for him? You get a prospect, but I don't think you'd get, you know, the rumor at the time, right? Jose De Leon from the Dodgers last, not this past winter, but the winter before. And that was when you had two years of team control left of one of the best power hitting second baseman in baseball. Now, I don't know what the market is. That's a big thing. And secondly, you're so much closer to Brian Dozier being a free agent. And thirdly, he's not putting together a typical Brian Dozier season. At least not yet he's not. I mean, he's still got nine home runs, I see, looking down on my score sheet. But it just it hasn't felt like Brian Dozier's really clicked or he's there. So, um, yeah, I think this is probably not the right time to 
trade him either, even if you've decided that you're sellers. But I've been I've been wrong plenty of times. Uh, Joseph's got a question, and I got to remember to get to uh, today. I learned in the media guide game. But Joseph says, why didn't the Twins give Polka a shot? His OPS around 850 can't be worse than Grossman or other scrubs they have. Your words, not mine. Uh, Polka's uh, surprising. I'm surprised to see the success. Um, Again, that's with Detroit. But um, what I had kind of heard is, like, he's not – he doesn't really have a position. He's a DH, and you need to really, really, really hit a lot to be a DH bat for, uh, you know, bat first player or bat only player in some cases to really provide a ton of value to a team. So I, I don't know. I don't have the backstory there on that one, Joseph. But uh, Robbie Grossman not having a great year by any means, but Robbie Grossman's better than a lot of people think, at, at least coming into 2018. Um, so I guess I don't know what other scrubs you're talking about, but uh, yeah, they cut him loose and it might work out somewhere else. Same story with Nico Goodrum, same story with John Ryan Murphy. I think I would be a little hypocritical if I came back and said, like, they blew it when I didn't say they blew it at the time. Uh, Leland with another good question. No surprise. Leland says, my wife says baseball is boring. What should I tell her to change her mind? I got to crowdsource this one because I have no idea. Um, Leland, I wish I could help you out. Uh I don't know. I'm going to a game tomorrow with my girlfriend. We're going to go see the Angels. I think Kyle Gibson's pitching for the Twins. And it's, I don't know, it's a it's slow introduction, I guess. I'm not by any means expecting her to uh, fall in love with the grand old game. It's more like, please tolerate it, I would say. But she's right. Baseball is boring. If we're being honest, like, haven't you ever had a good baseball nap? I don't know. I don't know that I'd try to change her mind. I'd just try to get her on board a little bit. Hey, just just put up with my addiction with it. That's kind of all I'm asking. If there's anyone in the comment section that can help Leland out, we would greatly appreciate it because I'm sure you're not the only one with that question. Husband or wife, for the record. Um, Patrick chimes back in. How much longer is Buxton going to be out? Last I heard on Buxton, Patrick, is he's feeling better. He seems to be in good spirits around the clubhouse but the toe's still not fully healed, and the Twins are basically going to give it a couple more days. It was three days as of yesterday, so Thursday, one, two, Sunday or Monday, the Twins are going to reevaluate and say, like, how's it feeling? Is the pain tolerance there? Is the is the toe going to be fully healed? And at that point, you can start to look at a rehab assignment. I will say, I don't have this on good authority, but I am saying 100% slam dunk certainty that you would need to go on a rehab assignment at this point, if you're Byron Buxton, even if you're Joe Maurer, you have to go on a rehab assignment. It should not be an option anymore to say, like, we're going to stick his glove out in there in center field and we're going to see what happens. I We saw how that happened the last time. So I would definitely stick to a rehab assignment in this case. Um, like I said, I don't have that from anybody from the Twins, but, like, come on. I think that's the likely outcome here. And if that's at the end of the weekend, great for the Twins. And if it's not, then maybe they give it a few more days, and um, it's kind of it's kind of touch and go right now. I think like you check in, see how it is, and if it's good news, great, start ramping it up. And if it's not good news, then that's too bad. Then I don't really know what you do 100. percent So see Carter join the chat. Hey Carter, thanks for stopping by, Carter. Who's he talking about? Oh, oh okay. Uh, okay, we got to get to a quick 
TIL, um, and maybe Media Guide game. Let's start with Stat of the Week. Stat of the Week, this was as of yesterday. If you are a regular listener of the Touch Mall podcast, you've already heard this, Stat of the Week. Nick Gordon. Nick Gordon has 22 hits in uh, 17 games at AAA Rochester. That is not the only stat that matters by any means. But I do wonder, at what point does it make sense to have Nick Gordon playing Major League Baseball for the Twins as their starting shortstop, bat him ninth, I don't care, um, maybe bat him eighth. But at some point... I'm curious enough to see. Like The downside to me seems fairly minimal. For the next month, it'll be a month before Jorge Polanco's back in the lineup, and that's if everything goes well, ramping him up and getting him ready to go. I think I have uh, July 6th circled on my calendar for the day that Jorge Polanco will be eligible. That's 80 games, 81st game, I guess, for the Twins. And uh, if there are no more rainouts... That's the date that I would try to get him back. I mean, that's how you got to plan his rehab if you're the Minnesota Twins. Um, yeah, with that being said, like, I like Adrianza's glove just fine. But uh, some boneheaded base running decisions multiple times, multiple different games, so it's not just a one-off instance. And then, like, what's he giving you offensively? Um, today, Escobar's the shortstop and Sano's back at third base. That's fine if that's what you're going to go with and if Sano's going to be healthy and if his bat comes around. Maybe you just stick with that. But if Escobar's playing third base and Sano's either DHing or playing first base while Joe Maurer's out, uh, call him up. Call up the kid. Let's see what he's got. Um, and then, you know, if it's a roster squeeze in a month and you have to send him back down, then fine. That makes the service time thing a little bit easier. It makes that question pretty much go away in my mind. Um, I guess unless you think he's going to come up thrive and stick in which case great problem to have then you solve that down the road um today i learned we'll go really quickly stat of the week 22 hits 17 games don't forget it til jason castro's back he was walking around in the clubhouse with the help of some crutches um he's had the surgery he's getting through his non-weight bearing stuff it's going to be a long road back for him you're not you're not going to see him this year in a twins uniform but uh his loss was a big one and it was good to see him back around the clubhouse. Um, yep, Sano bumped down to seventh. I mentioned that earlier. Paul Molitor talked a bit about Lance Lynn and the starts to the season, respectively, for Eddie Rosario and Ed Escobar. I would bet that Eddie Rosario is going to be an all-star this year. Irvin Santana threw on the mound yesterday. This was so Thursday. And then he, I'm sorry, played catch on Thursday. He'll be on a mound next Thursday. So six days from the recording of this Facebook video, this podcast, um, boy, that's one of the more disappointing bits of news um, for the Twins this whole season. Not not this specific update, but the fact that Irv Santana, the guy you probably expected to be your opening day starter, mm, June 8th, and uh, we're waiting six more days before he climbs a mound to start rehab stuff. That's, that's a tough blow. Um, the Twins have been fine. They've overcome it pretty great, actually. Their starting rotation has been good in my book. Um, other problems surrounding the Twins have, have sort of led to this start to the season. Five games under five hundred. Um, but Irvin Santana, it would be nice if he had an extra arm in the rotation. Not much new on Joe Maurer. That's the update. I'm listening in the background here. I think they're doing the first pitches uh, for ceremonial stuff. So I got a couple of minutes, but I really should get wrapping up. Um Shohei Otani is not playing. He's on the DL, and that could be very bad news for baseball and for the Angels. 
Um, blisters is why he left his start, but then they mentioned a uh, mild strain of the ulnar collateral ligament, and he's getting a platelet-rich plasma injection or whatever those PRP, whatever those are. Uh, usually not good news. All right, a couple of more to get to. Oops. Couple more questions, and then I think we run out of time for the media guide game because the game's about to start. So I got to get back out there. I know you guys probably would rather watch it on your TV than watch me in a sweaty press box answer questions. I get it. So thank you for coming by for as long as you have. But a uh, couple more questions, and uh, the last thing on oh, the last thing on TIL was the Gophers game. I was watching the Gophers at dinner tonight, and not a good start. They're going to lose probably today. I think they were down 8-1 the last I saw. Um, what are you going to do? That's a good team in Oregon State. And uh, go get them tomorrow. They got Fredrickson on the mound, so you feel a little bit better about it than you would have today's matchup. Um, Carter says, will the Twins sign TJ Oshie? I think unlikely, unless baseball goes to a shootout, in which case Sochi might make some sense. Brian says, um, what draft pick are you most intrigued about? It's Larnick for me. I mean... Last year, last year I was intrigued by this guy named Blaine Enloe. Still am, but Royce Lewis was picked first, so like I just I was more intrigued by him. Same deal. There are some guys that are interesting. The catcher, I'm kind of curious about, but first pick, you got to go with him. Um, I know he hit a home run against the Gophers today, so maybe a little bit morally conflicted. Uh, should we be rooting for him? Whatever, you know. Uh, Pick whatever you want to. That Oregon State team's got a couple guys who have a chance to make the major leagues. So, um, yeah, it's an, an interesting team. Uh, hopefully it'll be a good weekend for the Gophers. Um, but that's the answer to your question. Brian, it would be their first pick. Todd says, hello. Hello, Todd. What will the Twins do about the catching situation? Right now it's Stan Pat. They signed Cameron Rupp to a minor league deal. He's got an opt-out. I believe our friend uh, Darren Wolfson reported that that's July 15th. I wrote about uh, Rupp on the website the other day. Maybe you take a look at some point. I, I think he's kind of a bat-first catcher, too, similar to what we've seen from Mitch Garver. Um, and then if Bobby Wilson's the defensive complement, fine. Um, I think it's a big loss losing Jason Castro. Uh, he wasn't hitting much, and you can blame the knee all you want. The end of the story is that he wasn't hitting. But I think defensively, he brought so much to this Twins team that maybe we're not quite perfect yet at measuring and uh, – quantifying really but that uh that losing him for the rest of the season that kind of that really takes the wind out of the sails a little bit but what do they do about the situation todd i don't know what you can do at this point if you're not gonna if you're not gonna swing a big trade which i advocated for a couple of weeks ago um, if that trade's not out there um well then what can you do then i think it's going to get guys like cameron rupp and maybe plug him in and see what happens uh, last one here from Brandon, and then I gotta go, guys. Uh, first pitch is right around the corner. The beginning of the game is nigh. Brandon says, uh, "Why won't the Twins go get a hitter?" Well, I think they have a couple hitters. Uh, I think if Miguel Sano could get his head on straight, he's a hitter. Max Kepler's pretty good. Eddie Rosario and Eduardo Escobar have been fantastic. And then we're always one minute away from the next. Brian Dozier home run binge. And if that comes, then they're perfectly fine. Um, I actually like the Twins offense, despite what's happened so far this year. I look at this roster and I say, well, if they were healthy, 
maybe there's you know there's enough to like here. Uh, Logan Morrison's another guy I did not mention, but I think he's really clicking well. You're going to laugh at me for saying this, but he had a great batting practice today. I was watching him, and uh, Maurer had a good BP. Send him on a rehab. What are you waiting for? Logan Morrison had a really good BP. Like I'm talking loud contact everywhere, and then take this for what it's worth because it's just batting practice, and it's hard to strike out in batting practice. Miguel Sano looked really good in BP today. So, um, and I'm measuring that against. I watch BP all the time and say like, yeah, you can put on a power show, and it's not that impressive. But if you do like exactly what you're trying to do in batting practice, you know, lefty hitter, pull it to right, straight away to center, other way to left, boom second deck home run that's that's pretty impressive round of batting practice that's tough to do even against batting practice fastballs um so i don't know uh i don't know that i'd go trade for a hitter necessarily um unless something like you say here brandon i appreciate the follow-up saying that uh catcher shortstop or a first base i'm good on first base that's probably okay i don't want hanley ramirez but uh shortstop you could go get him from the minor leagues if you want to nick gordon's ready to go and then a catcher, whether it's Rupp or somebody else. Yeah, I've been advocating that for a couple of weeks. I, I don't know if it's going to happen. Maybe it will. But uh, that'd be the spot to upgrade. Uh, i got to give a couple shout-outs quick. I see Trevor in the chat. What's up, Trevor? i got to run, man. we got a baseball game starting. But uh, game four, who you got? I said sweep. Looking pretty good. Then uh, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Thanks for coming by. Uh, appreciate you guys joining by the chat. As always, if you're not already subscribed to the Touch em All podcast, Hit that subscribe button. It really does help us push the show out to more people. And, uh, you know, the more people that know about this, the more often that we get to do it. And if you're listening on the Touch Em All podcast, but you haven't been on the Facebook videos, and it was a small group this week, go check those out. Every Friday on my Facebook page, Derek Wetmore MLB, we do a sort of question and answer podcast. Sometimes I have hot takes. Sometimes I'm just sitting in a sweaty closet. But it's always a good time. And uh, that's... That's the most marketing I'm comfortable doing on a Friday afternoon. So that's it for me. I'm going to go to the Twins game tomorrow in the stands. If you see me, say hello. And uh, that's all. I hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, Max. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait. What rewards? A do operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This... Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.